So Gihoon is a father, and right away you can tell he's a piece of shit because he's at his mother's house. He's eating food. You can tell he's at least 50 years old, and his mom shit, is going to work. He ain't that old. He ain't that old. I, I mean, he's got like 40 at the oldest. Like maybe 40, 43 is like his tops. Well, he he needs to take better better care of himself. He's got to get a better skin routine because that boy that boy did not look good at the beginning of the movie. But... Hello anime fans and welcome to That Anime Podcast for casual anime fanatics where we talk all things anime in a fun and uncensored fashion for your listening pleasure. I am your host Jordo and here with me as always is my co-host and kin, my younger brother Brennan. Today's episode we are talking something that, I mean by definition Brennan, I mean we really can't call an anime can we? <laughs> no it's not an anime, it's not... Yeah, by no stretch of the imagination can it be considered one. I mean, even a live action isn't an anime. It's just a live action remake of an anime. So yeah, it's definitely not. But yeah, we decided to do it mostly because we feel that our our fan base or and our listeners, I shouldn't say fan base. That makes it sound like we're like a like a boy band or something. Our listeners, I feel, um, are the same demographic of people that watch squid game and want to hear about it because I mean, it's also kind of one of those things it's like storyline wise and plot wise it is relevant to anime it is something more so you'd see in an anime and there actually is one i can't think of it it's like the geeky main character with a pointy nose um because i've seen there's a lot there's animes that are similar to this where they play games to the death so i feel like the premise is you know which a lot of asian movies their story and plot lines are way more out there than our basic, you know, Western storylines that we do, where, like, the craziest shit is, like, a dragon from Game of Thrones or time yep. travel. So, I mean, I think it kind of the story-wise it falls in. So, like, if you like anime, I feel like this story will be right up your alley. If you like in-depth anime, if you're still just a shonen person, then once you get past that, then this is the kind of stuff I feel like is right up the alley. Yeah, it's just the movie... I mean, it's got an Eastern, an Eastern vibe to it with the crazy storyline, you know. Uh, and before we even spoil anything, all of you li- people that are listening to this episode, just know that there's going to be spoilers throughout this entire podcast. So make sure that you've watched yeah. the uh, show if you don't want to be spoiled. But or if you it, don't care and you want to just listen, because I know some people would just yeah. would rather hear about Squid Game and the games and not yeah. watch the show, but just be like culturally or pop culture in the know and not actually consume it for themselves, which yeah. that's fine too. That is fine. And I'm sure that a lot of people are going to find our podcast for the first time just because they're wanting to listen to a Squid Game podcast. Um Please, I invite you, if this is your first time listening to Brennan and myself, we usually have our older brother on as well, um, but we always talk about anime. This is our first time venturing out, but if you do watch anime, I invite you to continue listening to us week to week. Go back and check out some of our past episodes. We are, as our title calls us, casual anime fanatics, so we're super relatable. Um, we're millennials. Colton's a millennial, right? 
Barely. I think he's uh he, well. Because he's thirty one. I think I think, I think I think the year before him. I think eighty nine is like the start. Maybe. Yeah, I think it is. I think. Or maybe more, I don't. I don't know. Because sometimes I think I'm at like, I'm a ninety three, and I think I'm like an older millennial too. So I don't. I don't know what the time frame is. But I think we all definitely fall in the category. Yeah. Yeah. So check out our other stuff if this is your first time listening to us, and if you are one of our anime fans that listens week to week, I do hope you enjoy this episode. And uh, we actually had a couple fans reach out to us asking us to do this episode, which is why we're doing it. Um, So we're going to try it out, and maybe this will be the start of a beautiful new bonus episode that we do every once in a while that is something that's not necessarily anime, but affects pop culture in a way that we feel like we should talk about. Yeah, if it's from, I mean, if it's from Asia too, then, you know, we always like supporting any, you know, Asian type thing. I mean, we're all... Me and Jordan are Filipino too, so I know we're yep. not Korean, but anything <laughs> at all that represents or is culturally relevant to that, we're always happy to talk about. And it's just it's just an enjoyable show. Says why it's number one on Netflix. Yes, number one on Netflix. Like I was just gonna, I didn't think that you or Colton would watch it because uh, when I watched it, I still thought I was like on the first wave of like people, and I kind of was, I'd say, but I was gonna do an episode on it by myself because we talked about doing a solo cast you know because we normally do double episodes for our regular listeners and that ended so we had some free time and i was going to do that and you just turned out to have watched it too so it worked out yeah I, yeah and whenever i watched it i didn't know that you had watched it it's kind of one of those things where i'm curious to know why did you decide to watch the show shoot i i think i think i saw it like even before i watched it, i saw it for a week and i just watched like the preview and I was like, damn, that looks kind of good. And I, just the name in general, too. I was like, what the fuck's Squid Gamer about? <laughs> and then I watched the thing and saw it. And I was like, damn, it looks good. But I didn't watch it right then because uh, my girlfriend, she watches K drama sometimes. And like, so we always get Korean suggestions all the time. Like, it's, they're pretty prevalent. And a lot of them, their little Netflix previews look good. So I just thought it was another one of those. Then it kept coming back up, and then I was like, "All right, I I gotta watch this shit now." Like, there's no way around it. And That's I didn't interesting. Know it was, I didn't know it was like as popular as it was, because it'd been out in Korea for like I two mean, weeks. Just how, just how I think longer than that. I mean, you have to Google when it came out, but I'm pretty sure the people in Korea were just eating that shit up. South Korea, probably. I'm sure North Korea can't watch it. Um. They're just eating that shit up, so their Netflix is just like, fuck it. Let's uh, no. Here's the thing: let's, it, throw, it, it, let's throw this onto America's. You it know, was released worldwide. It was released worldwide via Netflix, so accessible to all countries on September seventeenth. So, about three weeks ago. Yeah, I just feel like that it probably didn't pick up steam until after they, like two weeks. They probably of, weren't. Now they're shoving it in Americans' faces. Like, I don't think when it came out, it was made. I don't think they knew it was going to be bis- this big in the West. Oh, hell no, they didn't. They definitely didn't I think know that, that. They saw that it was going hard in the homeland, and they're like, shit, let's just start throwing this on, be- on people's suggestions over in the West, and I think it worked, as it does with a lot of things. I think there's, like, Russian shows, and, like, I think that's just kind of what they can do. Like, they can build a show like this that I think where they budgeted it for just to be a success in Korea, and then we just blew it up, you know, mm-hmm. around the world. Not we, but, I mean, yeah, oh, us, we, us Netflix stealers and 
people who actually do pay for it. Yeah. That's interesting that you said, so you got, I know Darby watches Korean dramas. So you kind of found out about it because Netflix was like suggesting it to you and you were being shown trailers. Yeah. One of the first things I, every time I got on for weeks, it was not weeks, about a week before I was like, all right, I got to watch it. See, I, I had a different experience. So I had never had any exposure to this show or even heard the name Squid Game, seen any kind of scene with these men with these masks. I was not on Netflix's radar to be a potential person to watch this show, apparently. The only reason I watched it is because it was number one in the U.S. the night I was just looking for something to watch. And so I decided to watch the, the first episode. Like, there was no other reason than that. And that just goes to show you the power that Netflix has. Netflix's, like, their ranking is just as reputable as a friend telling you, like, hey, you should watch this show. Like, Netflix is a complete stranger to me. But because it said this is number one, I was like, I've never heard of Squid Game. I have no idea what this is. I read the description. I was like, that sounds interesting. So I I watched the pilot episode, and I was like, holy shit. I have just found gold. It's a bit of a phenomenon, I'd say. I think it, I don't know if it's like, I I can't say for the world, but I know here during the start of COVID, it was kind of the perfect storm for Tiger King and it just kind of blew up and it was like culturally relevant. Everybody was talking about it. I don't know that Squid Game is there yet. Um, People are talking about just not every single person and their mom, you know, and their dog like it was for old Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Um, and then uh, I think Stranger, Th- Stranger Things had a lot of hype around it, too, when it, its first season kind of, like, took over. But, I mean, other than, shoot, for, the, for a worldwide viewing, it may be one of the biggest I mean, this ever. Is, I don't know. I'd like this to, is I'd like number one. Netflix's numbers. So I was watching a Jimmy Fallon take on YouTube that aired, I think it was, like, Four day, four hours ago or four days ago, one of the two, and it is number one in over ninety countries on Netflix. So I believe it's. It. I think the global impact definitely uh, is just got. It's more impactful it's, than Stranger Things for sure, yeah. and Tiger King, just because those things you got to think those weren't even dubbed. Like yeah, this show this show came out. And it, it, it's dubbed, which is also, like, surprising because that kind of makes me think, like, maybe they did know it was going to be a huge hit in the U.S. or at well, least potentially. Know. I feel like they may have done that shit pretty quick or had it. Yeah, they may have done it as they were recording. I don't, I'm telling you, I watched I don't the dub. Suggest, I don't suggest watching it in the dub. I don't think anything's anything Asian made. I think everything's always made to be experienced in its home language for the most part. Um, but I'm I would agree with that. that. It does give access to... People who would normally give it not even a thought, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's why I do, like, if, if, if watching this in, in the Korean tongue is going to keep you from watching it, just watch it dubbed like I did, and I promise you <laughs> won't even be able to tell. And, like, it's kind of how, like, I started watching anime. Like, I started watching Naruto, but it was dubbed by English voice actors. And Which so when I got to the then, point... You can get away with it there, I feel like, better than, like, a live-action movie where they dub it. It's just... The words don't match up, and Brennan, I'm telling you, it it's come. You should, you should watch the first ten minutes dub of this. I I'm telling the first, you, like, two, two or three minutes, and we switched. And then I'm seen, telling like, you, though, the, this uh, is videos. this is some incredible dubbing because you cannot tell that it's not them. 
the dude on TikTok, I've seen a video on TikTok, the guy that, you know, recruits people through the game, the good looking guy. Oh, yeah. Like a pretty, who Darby says is a pretty freaking popular actor in Korea. I don't know his name. That game that they played was some bullshit. I heard you his, just throw it as hard as you can at the ground. <laughs> I heard his uh, English voice actor and they did him dirty. <laughs> but he's a small character, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, with that game, it's just basically about, yeah, if you can throw it hard and you want to hit it dead center. You don't you want to hit flip it on the it. side. Yeah, you want to hit it so hard that the, it just flops up. I'd like to Pops try it. I know, oh, that game looked fun. But yeah, it's a, this, this show is a phenomenon, and it's named Squid Game, and it's kind of one of those titles where it doesn't really tell you anything about the show. Like, I remember... Until right it was when called, you start it. Yeah, except for right when you start it. And then even then, and after they explained the game... That voiceover right. just explaining the game just didn't sound right. I was like, this doesn't sound right. And I switched to right then. Like, I didn't even hear any of the real characters talk. It was just that uh, voiceover talking about the squid game, the kids playing it. So you started it in English and then switched to the Korean subtitles? Yeah. Before that monologue even ended of them playing squid game, like the kids hopping on one foot and then bulldozing their way. Like, during that is when I decided it wasn't good enough and switched to Korean. <laughs> That's funny because I, I did the exact opposite. I started it in Korean because I was like, it's just like anime. And then I didn't, I don't know why I didn't like it. So I switched it to the English just seeing like, I'm going to check check it out and see if it's good. And I like the English better. So that's that's interesting that we both did the exact opposite. But yeah, the, na- the title Squid Game, it, right from the beginning, they start explaining this children's game, which... I, I don't know if this is even a real game. I'm, I'm th- I feel like it is, like, maybe back old-time Korea. Like, I don't know about any more, but, like, I, I feel like there's a good chance that maybe it was just, like... Oh, guess what? It's a very... It's a top Google search. It was, it was a real game played by kids popular in Korea in the 70s and 80s. Hell yeah. Shit was brutal. It's a physical game, they say. The most physical game that, Holy that shit. they used to play. The oh, game is weird that's... because you just, it, it's all about, like, you, beca- you get the Inspector Royale or the Secret Inspector, and then... Well, the only part that seems tough is, like, you have to get through that thing on one foot. I don't think I'd ever let me through, but then once you can get in, and then it's just like, I'm either getting in there or I'm pushing you out of the circle, so it's kind of, it just, that part makes sense to me, so it's almost just like sumo wrestling, just draw a circle, like, don't let this guy get to this this guy's either getting to this point or you're pushing him out of the circle is kind of the yeah win or lose of it in the end, like once you hop across on one foot. For me, it's just kind of like, how in the world is somebody on one foot going to overpower me on two feet? And all my only objective is to keep him out of one area. Well, they only do one foot whenever they go through that tunnel, but I don't know how you know. Even on, the, even on the outside, him. they have to be bouncing on one foot. Yeah, I know, but whenever he did that at the beginning, he hit him with sand. So we're skipping to the end. Spoilers officially in. He threw the sand in his eye, and then that's how he got across on one foot. And then once you get across, then you're good to go. It's it's just square up after that. Yeah, and then you just got to get both your feet in the like the triangle at the top of the square. Yeah, the circle. Or is it the triangle? I think it is the triangle. Yeah, it's a triangle. It's a weird game, and it's kind of irrelevant to the to the show as a whole, anyways. Um, yeah, but let's go ahead and so let's talk about these actors before we start diving into these episodes. 
So the main let's just so we get the names right. <laughs> so we got the main character. His name is Gihoon. Gihoon or four fifty six, as we yeah. have to call him. So or is do, he four fifty seven. I think it's he 456. was four fifty six. Do we want to call him Gihoon or four fifty six? Uh, we can call him four fifty six. I think everyone he's the one character that most people will know. Okay. So we can we'll probably alternate on that, but people will also kinda, know uh uh number one, obviously, Enom. <laughs> no, what's this dude's name? Song Woo. Song Woo is another fucker that people will because he's the bad guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I, I didn't know his name. I didn't know many of them, and then I knew Ali just cause that one's the easy one for Americans to remember. And then Cy Biok is the girl. I, I don't know all their numbers, though, honestly. Saibiok was number 67. Su, Su, Song Wu was number 218. And then the other character that we might want to keep in mind is Jung Ho, who is the police officer who sneaks in. Yeah. Sung Wu was, uh, that man was dark. He was dark as fuck. He's one of the, he's one of the darker characters we've, I've seen in a show in a while. Which character? Jeez. Sung Woo, his friend, his like the one who went to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, fucking he was. You know, I mean, like, I was curious. So let's we'll wait till we get to that part. Let's let's get into the first game, or let's show how they got to the how this all started. Give us the rundown of Ji Hoon, what he's going through in life, and why he would end up in this game. So Gi Hoon is a father, and right away you can tell he's a piece of shit because he's at his mother's house. He's eating food. You can tell he's at least 50 years old. And his mom Shit, is going to he work. He ain't that old. He ain't that old. I, I mean, he's got like 40 at the oldest. Like maybe 40, 43 is like his tops. Well, he, he needs to take better, better care of himself. He's got to get a better skin routine because that boy, that boy did not look good at the beginning of the movie. But, but whenever he cleans up and his, his profile pick for the Squid Games, he looks pretty good. He is one of the only ones who smiled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> after he cleans up, but... The first episode sure. opening scene, they want us to think he's a deadbeat. His mom's going to work and she's very old. She's at least 70, 75 possibly. That's yeah, what makes me think older. she may be older than that. That's what makes me think he's at least 50. You yeah. tell me she birthed the child at 35 years old? <laughs> Bitch, you never know. I mean, sometimes too, if she's working manual labor and shit, harder yeah. age faster too. So she gives him some money, and he's like, I don't need this, and then she leaves, and then he steals her, her debit card, goes to the bank, takes her money, and then starts gambling with it on horse, horse racing. Which I feel like in any Asian movie, other than Rush Hour, gambling is always used to portray a loser. Like, if you were gambling, they are wanting us to show that this person is a loser. <laughs> Yeah, or distracting somebody, or I don't know. But the shitty thing is, is he actually wins. He bets on a on a horse because he picks the numbers that are his daughter's birthday, which I do not remember, and he wins. And he wins a lot of money, but then this is when he runs into Song Biok. What's her name? Yeah. Well, he's running, so he Sai wins Biok. the money. He's hype. He's hype. He's winning the money. He even gives the girl who checks him out like 10,000 uh, won. I don't know what the currency conversion is. I, I have no freaking clue. So I never know how much of a bag this man has, except when it's the bucket, you know, the piggy bank. Like, obviously, that's a lot. 
But I don't know what the right, equivalent so, is that he won. That he won at that first horse race it was like a million, a couple hundred thousand. So Juan, holy shit, Juan is is like nothing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, how I much was the prize money? Forty two billion. I don't know. He. I think the prize money the for the whole Squid Game was at least converted to a couple, you know, high millions U.S. dollar. Yeah, I think it was forty two point five billion, wasn't it? In American dollar or won? In won. I think it was like triple digits, like 442. Yeah, in the English, uh, in the dub that I watched, they kept saying 42.5 billion won. So 42... No, they would have said dollars if they were meaning dollars. They said won the entire movie. Which equivalent... 38 million dollar cash prize. I just looked it up. Yeah, so, 35, 35 So not nine. even not even not even powerball level, but pretty solid. You could probably live off that shit. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, you could you could live generations off of that shit. So, but anyways, I don't I don't know what he won at the horse races, but either way, he gives I know 10,000 won to the girl and then he's outside smoking a cigarette, chilling and then we find out not only is he a bum, he's a bum because he's in fucking debt. And then he just deuces after that. And they start chasing him, and that's when he runs into Biox, Cy Biox, yeah, Cy Biox, number sixty-seven, and uh, she pickpockets him. Of course, we don't know that. I didn't even know that um, when he looked in his pocket. I thought he just had a shitty suit, and it just fell out. To be honest, oh yeah. And then, uh, they threaten to kill him, beat the shit out of him, break his nose, and then they basically get him to sign a blood contract for the Squid Games. We don't know it's the Squid Games, but Everybody watched the preview, so you know that that's what that's going to end up being for. Is that what that was? Yeah, that's what that was. I don't think that that was. I thought that was the con. I thought that was his contract. No, he they signed the contract at the Squid Game. That guy, that guy was saying, if I don't collect your, if I don't have your money in two weeks or one month, you were signing away all of your physical rights to your body, and he said, "I'm going to sell your liver, and then I'm going to sell your eyes." Uh-huh. I thought that yeah. was just like a subtle way, like he still had to agree, but like that was him saying like, I can be kidnapped or like, I don't know, because I know that one dude played the game with him, but basically, skip ahead because we don't really learn about the other characters now until after but let's, the let's first keep round. It, yeah, let's keep it episode by episode just to be... Uh, well, this is all first episode shit, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he gets to debt, he basically just is down and out, pissed off, and then that dude comes up to him who's like their recruiter slash salesman and was like hey can i play a game with you and i think he thinks he's hitting on him at first and he's like no i'm good and then yeah he's like what's wrong with you man (laughs) and it's actually a brilliant strategy that they use to get these people in they talk about it in the show like they basically earn their trust by showing them a win so he you win ten thousand won again i believe for each time you can win but you have to pay ten thousand won but of course they can't afford it so he just slaps the shit out of him. And then by the end, by the time Gi-hun actually wins, he's going, he's going for the slap instead. Like, <laughs> yeah, he forgot he all about the money. Care, he didn't even fucking care about the money. He's just like, yeah. I'm going to smack the shit out of this guy. <laughs> and then he gives him the 10,000 won, then he wins a couple more, then he's feeling good. And you know, when you're at your high, at your peak, that's when they hand over the car, and you're like, oh shit, I can win more of this shit. That guy, uh, 
that guy has one of the best jobs I could ever imagine. Like, imagine going around getting to play a game with a suitcase full of money and just getting to slap the living shit out of people as hard as you can. And then when it's their turn to slap you, you give them money and they're happy about it. Shit's kind of dark there, too, because he's also sending them to their potential (laughs) death. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, they they chose it. I mean, nobody was forced... Some good that's, the, that's the most messed sell, up thing salesman. about the show it's like nobody was forced but they kind of like you're you're not even given a choice like you're given a choice but the choice that you have to make is obvious like yeah you want to go for the money otherwise these other people are going to come kill you yeah so then we can boom ahead not boom ahead but just a little bit further in the episode they give him a card and i the whole time i'm thinking playstation i'm like everything but the uh X button is there, you know, is what mm-hmm. I'm thinking, the triangle square, no. Um, he gets the card, he decides to go. Does he call it and they tell him where to go? They call so. them, yep, and they told him he where to, get, where to well, go at what he time. He calls the number on the card. Yeah. And they're like, you're interested in playing the Squid Games? And he goes, gets in the car, gets it, he sees other people are in there, he gets sleeping gassed. And then, this is the bridge version, because the next time we see how they actually get there with the agent in a later episode but basically they all wake up in a massive fucking i don't know dorm room type thing the barracks with like beds stacked like seven shit how high do you think those go like 10 rows high on some of them in the first setting 456 people in there and the beds are stacked up and they wake up and they're all just kind of like what the hell and that's when they find out that's when you first get the vibe that they're prisoners it's just like a prison cell yeah. And did they show them money pre before that? No, they didn't show the money until after the first game. That's what I thought. So that was we'll one skip of the ahead rules. to the you know, he meets a couple of people. He finds out that he's the basically he finds out that he's the last one to be in it, that he's four fifty six. And they like end up walking to the first game. It's like the set designs are really fucking dope in this movie too. That's the what? like that one the set designs oh yeah it so was even just like the barracks is like a cool like the dorm room is like eerie looking and the mm-hmm. jumpsuits they wear and then that room they walk through like the pink walls it's like that painting with the upside down stairs and shit yep took some imagination moment, i think this is the first time they played the pink soldier song that eerie song they play and i knew i was like oh shit this shit's gonna be this song itself is gonna be popular yeah that's you know scary i'm talking about <laughs> i do that, it reminds me of the one from Us. They're like the dun, 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 yeah, you know? it does. It, it's just like the one from Us. That's why it was so yeah. fucking scary. It's got that creepy vibe. It's like so perfect. Every time it started playing, I was like, hell yeah! And I think that's the first time they start playing it. And for anyone yeah. who doesn't know, that song's called Pink Soldiers. And you go look it up if you don't know what we're talking about. If you want to have uh, nightmares, go look it up. Yeah, it's a fucking great song <laughs> for the show, at least. So they get out there, and the first game's a classic red light, green light. Which is one, even little... in America, we played that game. Yeah. So they did Except a good... This shit's like, you literally fucking can't move. Like, some of the people... So let's just say... Let's talk about it like we're in there. Do you think you're surviving it, Jordan, round one? Uh, After everybody got killed, definitely. I mean... I, you just don't know, though. The only thing I worry about is, what if you hold your ground, but some of the people running fucking hit you, knock you down, and you get shot? So it is, there's a little bit of a crab shoot style to it, 
unless you're just already in the mindset like they could kill me and you run out like those two guys and the dude getting shot doesn't affect you. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure some people didn't run, but, like, Ji-hoon almost died because he got ran over twice. That's true. he was, like, on the ground. So, like, you kind of have that. The people that ran for the door, like, that shit's on them kind of for running, which I can't blame them. That is kind of a natural reaction. But yeah, I they can't just got mowed down. I like to think I would make it, but I, I think I would definitely make it unless, like, some freak accident happened where I got trampled and I just got shot in the, in the crowd, basically. Yeah, and this was the only time where Song Woo was actually helpful <laughs> to Gyun. Yeah, he he was like, get behind somebody, which was, he was fucking like, great advice. Yeah, great advice. And uh, that shows us right you. away that he's he's smart. He's going to use his head throughout this thing. Yeah. And then uh, it's also the first spoiler that we get, or hint that we get that number one is never in danger because one he's smiling which he does all the games <laughs> he's fucking happy little... as a clam <laughs> when the doll he was people... literally so happy that they said and he didn't hesitate like when they said green light after everybody had been killed he just starts running smiling from yeah. ear to ear and he knew the pattern too like of the song like he knew exactly when to stop which everybody did once you figure it out it's the same song but it speeds up every time so it should be pretty easy i would just stop preemptively like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I it. didn't know. I didn't even notice that there was a song that they were playing. They were turning yeah. to. Shoot, I wish I could play it for the people. It was like creepy. The girl was singing like Coke. Oh, cause you watched it in English. Yeah, yeah. There's there like was a, a song, song. In, in Korean, huh? Yeah, it would be like I don't know how to say it. It would. She would sing it, and then like it hit a certain point, she'd stop, and that's when she'd turn around, and then she'd sing the exact same. So it was the exact same song. But oh, so that was timing. Time. Yeah, it was all timing. So you knew when it was going to stop, you just had to stop. But it got repeatedly faster, so the increments, the intervals of what time you had to move kept getting shorter and shorter. Oh, then I definitely would have made it. <laughs> if... Yeah, that's what I mean. So like, once they figured out, it's not that hard. It's just the initial panic, if you can survive that. But then even Ji-hoon fell down, and Ali, with freaking superhuman strength, just grabbed his ass out yeah. of the air, plucked him. Ali, my boy, hell. yeah, he he didn't have to do that, but yeah, that that boy's strong. Yeah, the Korean. I was like, what is this guy doing here? You know, there's just like they didn't. He was like the only one that wasn't Korean. Yep, the only one. Which so was makes he sense. speaking? There probably would be somebody. You know, it could have been like an African American or freaking white guy. You know, European, British, maybe not like in their accent, but just like in the games. You know, because some people over there do live there, and they could get in debt too. Was he speaking Korean in the the Korean version? Yeah, I think it was supposed to be like broken though, but of course I I don't know. I don't speak Korean. Okay. But I think that was like probably like insane. I'm sure like he had an accent if you're Korean and just listen to it. Kind of so, thing. Yeah. So this first episode, red light, green light. It it going back and thinking about this pilot episode to this nine episode series. A lot of ground is covered in this first episode. Like, I, I didn't realize that Red Light, Green Light, and people get massacred episode one. <laughs> Out of the 456, like, over 200-something died yeah. in the first game. So, long story short, Ji-hun makes it. All of our mains, obviously, they wouldn't be main if they didn't make it. They make it through. 
people start panicking. They tell him about the money. And then I, smart guy, what's his name? Sung Woo. Yeah, he Sung read the Woo. contract. So he knows, like, hey, if we all vote, then we don't get to play. And, you know, sure enough, they do honor it. Well, and that's then, episode two, right? Oh, well, it falls right in line, though. Yeah. It'd be yeah. right well, to start. Before you get to that part, I want, let me ask you. From episode one, after seeing the old man running, smiling, did you think anything suspicious of him after that episode? No, hell no. I had I had no fucking clue. Me too. I thought he was I, just old head out down on out of luck. I I, I chalked it up as he's crazy. He's crazy. He's in, he's gonna enjoy this and he's gonna die anyways. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought basically the whole time. But yeah, I I didn't. I was not suspicious of him. And then he even uh. Getting back to where I was, where they were voting for the thing, he was the last vote. He's the one that ended voted. it. Yeah, and that was because to ease his guilt, to make sure, well, if people are going to die, like I'm going to give them every chance because he knew they were going to bring him back if they wanted to. So that was like kind of a good way for him to like clear his conscience. I think. Like, I think that he well, forgot I'll go why ahead he was there. Vote. No. Shit, I think he did it purposely, and he would just see who would come back. Because he obviously had some stake in it. Because he didn't just—he's rich. He didn't just run into Ji Hoon out in, out in the world and drink with him. You know what I mean? He had to be like stalking him or wanting to catch up with him. You know what I mean? Whenever they had that shared that drink. Yeah. Well, all right. So that happens. They leave. They all get dropped back off. So now we have to. Now's when we really get introduced to our characters. So Ji Hoon's even more down out on his luck. His mom has diabetes. Like not gonna be able to walk soon probably gonna have to get her feet amputated if he can't pay for the surgery so he's he's real down on his luck and he has to swallow his pride and is asking his ex-wife for money who she doesn't have any money she doesn't work anymore ex her new husband does who then offers ji hun the money for the surgery if he leaves their family alone and that's just like a smack to the face to him he swings on him the new husband and his daughter sees and Basically, at that point, he's got nothing to lose. So that's kind of uh, his resolve to enter back into games, I would say. Yeah. His mom and his family and his pride. Yep. Um, I mean, he even goes to his best friend who is str- has a struggling bar and tries to hit him up for money, too. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing, he so always also, says, like, he's always like, I'll, and I'll pay you back, I promise. Like, that's that's, like, the most alerting thing to hear from anybody. Like, if somebody ever asks to borrow money from me... I would be more worried about you saying, like, I promise I'll pay you back than saying nothing at all. Like, <laughs> just saying thank you. Yeah, just saying, like, hey, can I borrow some money? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. He's not like, borrowing don't a say, little amount, though, is the thing. He's borrowing, like, people say 10,000 won? What is 10,000 won? That equals. That's not very <laughs> much. He was, he was trying to get enough money for his whole it's $8. surgery. I know, but I think he got more than that from, like, the uh, husband. Yeah, he was asking his well, bar anyways, friends for ten thousand won though, and that's equivalent to eight dollars and thirty four cents U.S. dollar. <laughs> so his, so Ji Hoon's story kind of, I think his foreshadowing is that he wins at the horse races. So that's the story telling us he's gonna win the Squid Games. So let's move on to Sai Biok, I guess. But the horse race, Brennan, the horse races was before he went. I know, but that's his. Well, we start with him. He's the only character we get introduced. So I think that's his foreshadowing of he's going to win. He won. He's going to win. And I that mean, shows yeah. you why as, 
as I run through the rest of the characters. So let's go with Sibiok, the girl who pickpocketed him. She's actually, I think, has the best reason to win it. She escaped from North Korea. Um, her dad died, maybe? Is that right? I don't think they ever her, said anything about her dad in the English. Well, her mom, her mom is still over there, and her brother is here, but she can't get him out of an orphanage um, because she doesn't have enough money, I believe, mm-hmm. or because she's not a guardian or what, but she wants to get her mom over there and get her brother out of that orphanage. So she actually has a good, really good reason. And she goes to that guy who I guess ripped her off once before, and she puts a knife to his throat and says she'll kill him if he messes with her again or, like, takes her money again. And that's her foreshadowing, because how does she die? Yeah. Knife to the throat. So then Sung Woo, he gets back. He's, he's in it bad, and it's all on his own. Like, he fucked over, like, his family, his mom, everybody, like, yeah, he's basically like a degenerate he's, piece of shit. Not a degenerate. He was gonna, but he's like a yeah. He he's gonna he, kill. He was gonna kill himself in that bathtub. And how did he die? Yep, he, he was. He was trying to kill himself. Yeah, you're right. And then Ali, he wait. So before why did he before left, you get to Ali? Why does Sambiok? Why did she get her throat cut? Remember, she put that knife to that dude's throat. She snuck in there. The guy who ripped her off last time. She put his not her knife to his throat and said, "Like if you try to take my money again, because oh. he, he had she had paid him once before to get her parents across, and he said, well, I didn't know they were gonna rip us off, so like that was her threatening him, like I'll slit your throat.' So that was oh. her foreshadowing. And then Sung Woo committed suicide. Ali, he stole the money from his boss. Oh shit! You're making sense now. I see. Yeah, yeah. they all did have foreshadowing. And what happened to him? He got the marble stolen from him, and that's how he died. But that sucks because he didn't even really steal the money from his boss. He was just taking what he was owed. Yeah, he worked for freaking six months and didn't get paid. And but yeah, you're gonna have to tell me. You're gonna have to tell me the name of the villain. The bat. The one with long hair. <laughs> Song. Oh, with the t- the gang member who was like had the deaths Fuck in the Philippines dude. from the casinos. His yeah, name well, in real life is uh, Sung Tae, but let me well, oh whatever Hasu. His, his name is Hasu on the show. So what did he have to do when he was running from the debt collectors? He jumped off the bridge. Yeah, or sorry, Doksu, Doksu, Doksu. Yeah, he jumped off the bridge, and then his oh shit, you're right. That's, yeah, every single one of them had a foreshadowing. Oh, damn, I never realized that. I know, it just makes you really appreciate writing your books and anything, like, whenever those things come full circle and you just, like, watch the whole show and you're like, oh, fuck, like... Yeah, that's if you, great. If you're just, like, built different and you're that dude, <laughs> literary-wise, and you can catch that shit on the way, I don't know how many people can, but it's just, like, that's the kind of stuff that's, like, maybe I couldn't write a TV show because I would not be leaving any breadcrumbs like that. <laughs> Yeah, that wow. Now I definitely I've been thinking about rewatching it in Korean just to see what it what it's like. And now I definitely am going to so I can catch all of these things that you're bringing up because I never noticed any of the foreshadowing. Yeah, shit's pretty crazy. Uh, I don't know if the old man if the old man had any foreshadowing. I mean, he had it throughout the games, I guess, and we'll hit that. Well, his foreshadowing was that he he told right when we meet him for the first time he was counting. And uh, he was like, oh, there's 456 of us. 
And he was like, no, I'm counting because my doctor said it helps with my dementia. I have a, humor, a tumor and I'm going to die soon anyways. Oh, yeah. And he dies Ooh. from the tumor. <laughs> True. All right, so basically that's what happens. They're all down out on their luck. All he needs money. Sung Woo is about to kill himself. Um, the one dude's getting chased by his old debt collectors. Cybiox still needs the money, so our main people-ish. We know their, their motives for going back to the game. So they all end up going back. And in the meantime, Ji-hun went to the cops and tried to tell them about this thing. Of course, they didn't believe him. But a young, handsome detective, you know, he sees the card. He kind of thinks he remembers something of it, so he buys into it. And when they're going back, he uses the car, and he basically gets in. How did he get in on the... How did he... He followed him, right? He so just he followed... He cars. Yeah, yes, he followed he tailed one of the vans. And then he tailed one of the vans, and he re- rode underneath the van across the bridge, and then he Got went the in the car, tried to act like one of the people, but when they scanned behind his ear, nothing was coming up, so he beat the shit out of the, the guy in the suit, took his Pink uniform, suit, and yeah. threw his body into the river. <laughs> with with low-key a smart move, with his yep. badge in yep. there. Which I didn't think anything of it then, but then like when it comes up later, I was like, "Damn, nice move, kid. Nice move." Yeah, the dude, the dude is smart. The dude is yeah, smart. A, I'm glad they gave us a character like that, just like who wasn't in the games, but was like lurking on the outside, looking in. Uh, it gave a unique perspective, and it really showed um, this time around how the measures these people were going to to get these people to the game. Like they're driving far, getting those cars on a boat driving that boat to a remote island, exiting the boat, and then changing these people and putting them in their beds on this island. So you really have no way to fucking know where and they're And then at. even the workers aren't allowed to see each other's faces. They're not allowed to talk yeah. without permission. Yeah. They just have to go to their room. Killed. Yeah, you get killed. Like, I don't even understand why they would want that job. You are making money, but you can't even enjoy it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I would do it, but then it's like, I wouldn't want to have to shoot someone in the head. How many... How do they find all these people that are okay with murdering somebody on spot, you know? I know, yeah. And a lot of them were kids. Yeah, so we're kind of spoiling into that. So they all come back like, shoot, out of the the 200 or something, like 198 come back. Like the vast majority do come back because they got nothing to lose out there and the money was too great to give up, basically. So they're here and the next game is... Yeah, the next game is something we are definitely not familiar with. But let me ask you this. Based off not knowing anything or not having a fucking clue, what shape do you think you would have picked? So episode two is called Hell. Uh, and you pretty much covered all of that. It's just basically going back to their real lives and them realizing that their real lives are dog shit and they all decide to go back. So episode three is titled The Man with the Umbrella. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had no idea what this game was. So if I was going in there and had to pick, my first reaction, my first thing that I would have said though is if I was with a group, is that we do all need to pick the same one. That's that's one thing I'm certain of. You think? All yes. I know is I wouldn't even thought about the group. I don't know that I would have been in the pack mindset yet out of the gates. I just know I'm picking either circle or triangle. Like, and Darby can vouch for me. And we were watching it, and I was like, I'm picking one of the basic shapes, no doubt. Like, I don't know why. I just, in my head, it's just like they're simpler. 
Well, the thing and is, maybe because the episode um, was called Umbrella Man, so I was like, that shit can't be good. <laughs> the umbrella is the only one that is not a like shape. Regular it is an shape. object. Like yeah. Like, it's not a, a shape that you teach in school. Like, you teach circle, you teach triangle, you teach star. You do not teach... It's not like, like a mathematical shape like the others were. Yeah, but it could be just like a shield, like the umbrella is the best shield for something potentially, or... I don't know, you just really don't know. Because even when they showed Sung Woo's flashback, because he kind of had an idea what it was, like, I didn't know what the fuck that was. Like, I didn't, I'd never seen those fucking things in my life, you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, and there's a there's a rat in there who knows the games, who's playing the doctor. As well. And then Sai Biok actually gets in the vents and she she's the one who gives Sung Woo the hint that like they're making sugar. And that fucker doesn't share that he figures out what the game is, which is why he picked triangle because he knew and what I the game was. See, at this point I didn't know that he was dark until the end, like he was gonna let him die that early, which I don't know, like because in my he head, was. I was like, oh, he just, he just didn't know for sure yet that it was. But like, he, he fucking did. And he was just like, well, I'll have to kill him eventually. It's better to let him die yeah. in this part is what he I He hesitated. Was like. He was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. I mean, he hesitated at first. Like, he didn't obviously want Giyun to die. But he knew, yeah. like you just said, it was going to happen sooner or later. If he and, had to win. Yep, yeah, he had to win. Which I didn't know. Did they explain in the beginning of this show that only one person could be the winner? No, they didn't, but I mean, I just figured, like, he was smart I, enough to know. I didn't realize that it had to be one winner until, like, the second to last game. I was like, holy shit, they're going to make only one person be the winner. This is some That's bullshit. What I thought the whole time. It's just because, you know, rich people, they don't want multiple people winning, getting out happy and winning alive, you know, like... They just it's make like it seem one. like you're going to be playing games, and if you if you can win these games, you can win the money. But they never said yeah. there will be one winner at the end of all these. The way that they explained it made it seem like everybody had hope and everybody had a chance. But really, yeah. well, one this is the last game. Chance. This is the last game where everybody has a chance. Everyone kind of kind of has a fair shake. There's a little bit of guessing, and this is the first one that also introduces luck into the game, like. Because the rest of the games, not only do they require a little bit of luck um, and skill, whereas the first game is just like, if you can do it, you can do it. And this game's kind of like that, but the luck comes in because you, you don't know what you're picking. I think you that the you... first game was straight up designed to introduce the fact that they were going to be murdered if they do not win the game. Yeah, pretty much. Keep it simple. Anybody yep. can do it. One leg, two leg. Shock and all. fat. Stupid smart. Yep. But yeah, so basically they got a, what are these things, honeycombs? Or like, honeycombs. What are these things called? Yeah, these honeycombs just have different shapes. And I guess the star's the easiest, people are saying. No, I the triangle. I, I, people are saying the star because of the breaks, but I mean, me, I'm, I'm just taking the triangle. Like, No, the but, triangle's for sure the easiest, which is why Sung Sung Yu picks it. That's what I thought too, but people are saying like the star is pretty easy just because of all the rivets are so perfectly outlined that uh it breaks easy like it, the outside pieces will break perfectly for you and the old man got it which is the first i think the first time you could see like he was okay with the star but no he, he picked he but he it. picked that by default because they were he, because song wu recommended that they all pick different ones because he they don't know what the game is quote unquote and yeah, so know, he was but... like so i'll pick triangle and then ollie was like i'll do the circle and then uh 
Jihoon picked, picked the umbrella. The umbrella. And well, so by default, the old I man I think he got... picked the star. I think he picked the star before, didn't he? And it was like, there's not enough stars left in the world. Maybe not, know. though. Either way, he got the star. Uh, and he wouldn't have finished it if he, didn't, if he didn't use the licking trick. Yeah, I was saying that the whole time because I saw people licking their thing. I was just like, spit on the freaking honeycomb. Just spit on it. Yep. You know? And then... Uh, the circle would be kind of hard, low-key, because it's not got no edges. <laughs> It'd be easy to trace, but... Yeah. The, but the circle f- would the be girl, hard. So the girl that we first kind of get introduced here, I mean, she's been... She was the first one that wanted out, too, but she has the lighter. Um, I don't know how the hell they both got away with doing that, but they well, did, she, and she gives it to the bad guy to, like, gain his trust, basically. Like, oh, you didn't yeah, want she, me in your crew? Well, let me save you here and get in your crew. Yeah. She's she was annoying and her death was pleasant. Yeah, she's she's like what was her pitch was like I'm good I'm great at what I'm good at but I'm not so good at what I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> like her pitch her pitch to the squad. Yeah, she was annoying. But yeah, another appreciate this episode just because it's like one of those weird games where it's kind of like on paper it's not intense but they they make it that way through music setting like. How it's like a playground, but it's like gigantic, like the slide's gigantic. All the little things are like overly sized, so it makes them feel small. And then like the crude clouds, clouds that are painted on the wall, it all mm-hmm. it all plays into the intensity, I feel like. And then just the pink suits standing around with guns, obviously blowing people's brains out. Yeah, it's a it's very out there, this show. <laughs> I wonder how much it costs for their set designs. I wonder if it was like relatively cheap. Or is it I bet you it was. A gigant- is it expensive to bring a gigantic slide? I don't know. <laughs> I bet you that they're... they're uh, I bet you it was pretty cheap. If you think about it, there really was... Like, outside of just, like, filming in some streets in Korea. Yeah. They really oh, only like, had, like, four or five sets. Yeah. They're cool sets, though. They were you know, they, awesome The one sets. thing I do know is that there was really, like, 400 people in the in the first game of Red Light, Green Light. Oh yeah, there were no, nobody was CGI. No CGI, yeah, no CGI, which is respectable. I always love that uh, these Asian movies they like pick up, they like pick up actors to be in their movie specifically because they're ugly. Like, <laughs> Maybe like they like <laughs> they like speak up and like disagree with stuff, and it's always the people that look like jackasses, and you're like, no, right away they're gonna die. <laughs> I just love that. Uh, but episode four, sounds like that's where we're at now, is titled Stick to the Team. And this is where we get to learn a little bit more about the doctor that works with the staff to provide the black market of tissue donations, which so I do guess they have they're to, just making some do extra they have to money be alive? Does it matter if they're dead or do they have to be alive? Like, what makes them select a body, like, to not burn? Is it just like as many as they can get in there and drop down before people notice? I think that when they're alive, he has more time to harvest the organ before um, okay, all the cells keep in the organ fresher. die. Yeah, keep them yeah, more fresh. Keep them fresh. Before he gets them in like the bags of saline that he was dropping them in. Um, that doctor was, I knew he was going to die. I was like, there's no way this dude makes it to the end. Yeah, once they, uh, 
he got through that game pretty easily. And then was it the next game after this at the time is where they didn't know what they were playing next, and he started freaking out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they, long story short, since we're running long, he puts a knife to the throat of one of the people helping him, and uh, they end up back in that room, and they both get killed, and they're used as examples, like the three guards who cheated, because they're all about it being a fair playing field, and the contestant were all hanging in that pink room. And then Messed side story, what's our agent's name? Jung Ho. He's been moving Jun around. Ho. He's upgraded. Jun Ho. He's upgraded from like a square to a triangle, <laughs> so he's a little yeah. bit higher. And then he also gets in like, on this group who is harvesting the organs. So he gets shown the way out. Yeah, he's supposed to be number twenty nine. Yeah, and he crosses the dude, shoots him in the head, and uh, basically this is the point where he figures out. They tell him where the records are. Yeah, the main office of the front man. The front man. Which, did you notice the front... So the front man's English dub, Brennan, was yeah. fucking Kylo Ren. The exact... No, it wasn't? Yes, it was the exact... I mean, it wasn't, but it, it was. Like him, it sounded like exact him like him. Like, Hillary was like, is that Kylo Ren? She kept looking up and be like, is Ky- are you watching Star Wars? Is that Kylo Ren? I'm like, no, but I'm pretty freaking sure they used the exact same, like, voice, like things that they did to make Kylo Ren sound like he's in a mask as they did for this you don't guy. Think that was, you don't think that was Adam Driver's real voice with something mixed in it? You think it was just like some other Let dude? Let me see. I mean, maybe not, because James Earl Jones wasn't in the Darth Vader suit, so. <laughs> you seen that Family Guy episode where they're like, yeah, James, we're just gonna, we're just gonna use you for the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's, he's overweight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. So Tom Choi was the front man. Well, is that for English, though? He is the actor, I'm pretty sure, who is also, I think, fairly relevant in Korean culture. Dang, Brennan, you got it. Like, it sounded just like... But anyways... I'll check it out and hear that let's, part. Yeah, since we're, since we're going long, let's just talk about each of the games that they play. All right, so then is the team, is this the first one? What is the next game? Is it the tug? Stick to the team was, yeah, what was the next game? I don't think it was tug of war. I think there's one in there we're missing. Squid game game list. Yeah, look that shit up. All right, so. Ooh. Forgot about that one too. So the first one was red light, green light, which the technology on that freaking doll, and then all of the shooters. The thing is, like for that game, and I keep going back to red light, green light. They had just snipers up there, like right away that knew exactly who to shoot. That's suspect. I'm sorry. I thought it was scanning them, and there the bullets were coming out of the walls. They had guns sticking out of the out of the walls too. Oh, I thought that those were people like. Post it up on top of the ceiling. Shoot, they're automated. They're automated. Okay, That's what the that makes a lot more sense. For. Um, yeah, I'm, my well, list that I'm I'm pulling up is not in order. Here, I'll pull it up. I'll I'll know the order. Okay, round one: red light, green light, then honeycomb. 
Oh shit, you're right. Tug of War was three. Oh, I guess I guess this was one of the games, the fight. Cause that's whenever okay, so this is when people say, hey, like they start to be like the hive mentality or like I'm gonna get me. Like they start to realize like they're purposely keeping us. So that one group, they take more eggs and water than is for them. And long story short, a dude tries to stand up to him, gets the shit beat out of him and dies, and they don't do anything. So then they're like, oh, fuck, like, we we can kill each other. Like, eliminate people. So that's when shit gets wild that night, basically, yeah. where everybody stays up. They form a team, like, and this is where they get Cy uh, Biok on their team, too. He says, if things get dark, meet up at our beds, and, like, she ends up having to. Yeah. And basically, and then, it's just all out fucking... They put the strobe lights on, too. <laughs> and, you know, when they... Oh, shit. And you know what? They ended it whenever the old man was like, stop it. We'll all kill each other. And then the front man's like, end it. Yep. Standing up on the thing. Yeah. I never realized that till just now. Yep. They really were pointing the whole time that this man. But, like, how would you know that? I mean, yeah, we, well, that's I just thought sign. the front man, the front man just was like, it's time to call it. Yeah. So here's the, uh, I think this part already happened. Um, so the first thing of him, he didn't get scanned by the doll in red light, green light. The second one's arguable that he took the star because he knew what it was, or they could have just said he passed that one pretty easily. And then this one, this him standing up. But then also, I think during the same episode, when the agent gets into the record room, he, uh, the first person in the booklet is number 002. So he's not entered into the, as a contestant. Oh. So he huh. starts with like some book from his brother's year or whatever, and yeah. it starts with one, and then he goes to 2020 and flips it open, and it's 002, which is so subtle that I would have never caught that the first time either. Wow, this screenwriter is reading, freaking good. Especially reading subtitles. So that's, I think that's the first real hint where somebody who is like on their shit or watching episodes back to back, like reviewing it hard, could have caught it. Wow. But like, yeah, can, you caught, midnight, can you caught? Can you caught it? The midnight fight. The midnight fight. You're, so the, you're uh, the midnight that that... fight. Oh, I'm. We're doing it backwards. The midnight fight was after the tug of war. Okay, that's what I thought. Well, no, I don't think that it was. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. These are out of order. I'm looking at the same shit as you. I think that's <laughs> out of order. So, uh, tug of war is the third game that they play. So let's talk about that. Um. Their team that they come up with, Song Wu was like, we need to get strong men. Don't bring any females back with you. And they ended up you think, getting a female. Let's step back one second. Let's step yeah. back one second. You think you're surviving the midnight fight? <laughs> um, yes. I think I would, too. I think we would I be could've, like... I could have hidden and never been found like under a, under a bed or somewhere and just stayed quiet. But honestly, I probably would have been out there fucking people up. <laughs> Yeah, like, like if people are coming to kill me, you can the... bet your ass I'm getting in a corner. And if somebody comes near me, I'm killing you. I mean, I think we're both strong and young enough that like we would have been ideal team members as well. That like we would have, I I definitely wouldn't have joined the bad team, but I would have for for sure found his mother. You know, good looking, like physically looking people, and been like, hey, let's let's fucking get, form a circle and be ready to square up tonight. Yeah, but, I mean. I think I would have survived that round too. I mean, it would get nasty, but you never know when someone's going to come at your ass with a crowbar either. 
Yeah. Or a knife. Only if only a few of them in there had weapons. Yeah. So that killed... I think not that many people died as bad as it got in there, though. They just lost some sleep. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucked, too, because that's when it got to, like, the point where it's like, you couldn't even fucking sleep good at night. You had to have, like, watch it, people watching out and shit. Yeah. That's why it's called a Stick With The Team, because, yeah, you can't even fucking sleep if you don't have a team. Yep, it's all Doc Sue's fault. That fucker. He ruined the whole the whole thing. <laughs> all for that fucking egg. Which I was thinking I the same thing. It's just like, I would have known instinctively, like, not to get in the back of the line. You know what I mean? Like, I would have cut. Yeah. Like, for the food and water, like, I would, I would just not have even risked it. Like, I would have been one of the early ones, like, hopping in front of people, whatever, like. Yep. You're you already, get your you're food. Just, the people that were in the back of the line were never going to win anyways. Like, in this situation, you just got to know, like, you got to get up there and get yours because you ain't going to get nothing for free. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what happens in episode four, Stick with the Team, is the riot. Episode five is um, A Fair World. And this is whenever they... Mm. Is this when they do the tug of war? I don't know. Uh, maybe we should just get to the tug of war. Just yeah, let's talk sake. about the tug of war. <laughs> so yeah, so, they're trying to get. They want to get a good squad, and you know, Mister Brain is like, "We need guys. Like, we got an old head, and we got a girl. Like, two everybody girls. Everybody go out. No, they only had one at the time. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. They're like everybody go out and uh bring back a find, strong male. Bring bring back a male. And then, the bigger uh, the balls, the better. I think they all do, but freaking the girl brings another girl back. The little, the tiniest girl there. Her name's Yumi. Uh, yeah, and then, I don't know. They bring back some randos. The the godly man who's like a preacher. Um, God, that dude sucked. And then what's her name gets shunned by the bad guy, so she ends up on their squad basically. So they end up with three girls. Yes, they end up with three girls. And, and an old man. Head. Which is yeah, incredible that they were able to win because I'll tell you what, that's those odds are st- just having the old man on your team, those odds are against you. Yeah. I mean it is it is a good strategy, I will say. Um if you do put your weight down like that, it will make it at the very least it'll make it hard for them to pull you. Yeah. If and here's all on dead weight. Yes, without the strategy, tug of war is not a game of gender, and I—that's why I wasn't trying to like downplay that women can't do everything men can do. I'm just saying, statistically, men weigh about one third more than women. And tug of war, whenever there's no strategy involved, it is a game of weight. Whoever has the most weight, yeah, usually wins. Make them push the make the most force off of the ground. Yep pulling backwards so yeah they do hold the initial push and then this is one thing i've always thought of too the plan where to take three steps forward and let them fall i've always thought like even as a kid like in tug of war that that's something that could work yeah because <laughs> sometimes people do because i'm pretty sure on like field day we've done some tug of wars and like something yeah, we did in high school the, uh, where the other team not even not like in football competing just like as kids like field day where you like go do stuff I feel like we'd had tug of wars and like something would happen to where like one person would fall on the other team and they all would fall and then like you had them. So it's like a very viable thing. Like if the other team falls, like you're golden. 
Yeah, because you think each person pooling, uh, the average adult can probably pool, let's say, generously, we'll say, just to keep it easy, 200 pounds. The average person yeah, can provide, can, yeah, probably, but the average person on yeah. your team is providing 200 pounds of, of pressure on the rope in your direction. So when that person goes down, the other team, they've now just lightened their load that they're pulling by 200 pounds. So that's significant. You... <laughs> And the morale of when you see somebody on your team lose their footing, you lose concentration for a second. So it just, it just, uh, it's a ripple effect after that. Like you're done. If yeah. one person on the your old, team loses I mean, their footing, you're done. The old man really did have the tech though. Like he had that shit down, like about having the strong anchor. Like the guy up front's got to be positive, you know, Lead show the team. people. I mean, it didn't work. It got them a good start, but then, yeah, they had to go with that plan, um, that worked. But yeah, they, they had no business winning that shit, honestly. And I was surprised that all of the teams in the tug of war knew to pull in unison, like, oh, 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 oh. That's common knowledge. Like, you can't just pull. You is got, it you though? Got a jerk. I, I think feel it like is. in America, it's not. I feel like if we go out into the streets and pick some people that are down on their luck and in millions of dollars in debt, like some bums, and we tell them to yeah, play but they tug had of time. war. They are not going to know to do that. They had time to discuss too, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're not if you're about to die, like you're going to distress strategy, and somebody out of like the seven people is going to be like, "Hey, like, let's pull in unison because that's when you get the most force." Yeah, because you want to gain ground and then hold, get situated, gain ground, and then hold and get situated again instead of just like trying to run backwards because then that's how you lose footing. It seems obvious to us, but I'm telling you, yeah, I bet you, I bet you, four out of ten people don't know that. Like, if we lined them up to play tug of war and gave them twenty minutes to strategize with their team, I bet you there's going to be people that don't get that, and they just start pulling with all their might the yeah. whole time. <laughs> I mean, you're probably, I mean, you're probably right. It's just a life or death. I think they. I were, mean, I can remember doing. It. I can remember doing this in high school. Like you remember on Thursdays when yeah. we used to do games. None of the teams pulled in unison except for the team that won. And that team yeah, that won that was, was not that was mine. my team. Yeah, that we was your team. Thing. My <laughs> team did not pull in unison because we had a bunch of dumbasses on my team. But like even if you explain it to people, they don't get it. That's all I'm saying. Like the fact yeah, that they were able to work teamwork. as a team, but all of the teams were doing it. So I'm like that's that's like a tip off to like I do believe yeah. that a Korean it's culture hint, grows though. up playing like that hint. game and knows more. You watch people go before you, though, too. Like, they had, it was weird that they didn't get to watch. Like, I didn't know they weren't staying there till they had won and went back in the room. And those other people were like, What the fuck? They won? Like, they should have lost. They got all these girls. What the hell happened in there? But before we move past that, this is like another time where, uh, number one, Enam, I guess afterwards, whenever everybody was chained to it, his, little wristbands don't have the silver lockets on them um so it's led to believe that he could uh push comes a sub he can unhook and get out if he's gonna fall and i couldn't really tell with the rope it looked like everybody else's chains were kind of like wrapped around it more than once where his looked like it was like on it but he could have like gone underneath it i don't know i've seen both but he definitely you can't see the silver locks on his so when they're all like laying on the that. ground, relieved, yeah, yeah. Someone at work actually told me about that one, and I, I've seen it since. Interesting. This was one of the games where I was like, "This, this is awesome." This was one of my favorite parts of the whole show. 
Yeah, shit was cool with the team. He's getting intense too, and like any anytime you see like, a strategy play out and then not work, and then you make an adjustment and then it works, and like you rise above what should have happened, makes for a great great cinema. Great. Yeah, realistically too, they didn't like use superpowers. Like they literally had a strategy and it didn't work, and then like yep. last set ditch desperation when the other group was a little bit desperate too because they couldn't figure out. They almost got pulled off too. Yeah. Um, the three-step thing, which is risky as hell, but yeah, it's risky. risky. You gotta take, you're gonna die anyways, you know. Uh huh. Would have been cool to see them play. They, uh, they almost yeah, got they just freaking fall. pulled off because you freaking you pull them off, and then you have to hold all of their dead weight for like they were getting hoed for a second before that freaking uh guillotine before the guillotine dropped. came down. Yeah, yeah. they were. Yeah. I was like, damn, they're about, to, they're about to die too if that thing doesn't go down. <laughs> that would be the hard. That would be harder than pulling it almost, like just holding them. Yeah, because you just fought for like yeah Andrew a minute Gash, and a half. That's a long time to be fighting tug of war. Yeah, the one thing I will say is like the putting it under your armpit and pushing down thing is a great strategy. Like I don't think I've known about that one. I think I you naturally do it for hold, but then like to know to put your weight down and so it's like into the ground. Mm-hmm. It's very good, just physics basically. Yeah, weight distribution. But yeah, that that shit was intense for sure. Super and intense. It starts getting pretty. It starts getting pretty slim after this too. Like yeah, numbers in the room. All the games start to become to where only half of the people live until the last. Yeah, the bridge game basically. And this is I don't know about this one. This is when you can first start seeing the walls because the beds are getting shorter and shorter. You can mm-hmm. see the games they've played, and people are saying that you can see they would have known what they were playing the whole time. I don't know about that. I'd have to watch it again. Uh, I know Darby pointed it out when we were watching it and said, oh, look, you can see the games they've played. So we were under the assumption that as they played the games, they added them to the wall. I didn't know that it would foretell the games, if that makes there's, sense. There's no way that those games were up on the wall before they played well, them. think about it. Think about how, how how the beds were stacked. You would have never seen them. But I feel like somebody, Sung Woo especially, when there was three... Would have seen. Well, I don't know how you know what the ladder game is, though. Like, I mean, you know even I mean? the like, team... Even if you see a ladder, the, it's like a hopscotch. Even the team did... Like, the, the workers didn't know what the next game was going to be, though. So, like... Something as yeah. stupid as like, oh, the games are painted on the wall. Let's see if these guys all figure it out. Like, even the workers were like, I don't know. I'll have to find out what the game is. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you know? I don't know. I was under the impression that they were adding them after they played the game. But I just know I've been seeing people on, like, TikTok and shit saying, like, they were, they were on the walls the whole time. And they could have been. But I just, for myself, I didn't see that during the watch. So the next game is Marbles. And... This this was the one game I know I would have done differently. Right when they're explaining the rules and they're telling you to to find somebody to play with. Oh yeah, I knew this time for sure. I knew it was like not a team thing. Yes, and they. Yeah, I don't know how Sung Woo didn't realize that. Like he I, genuinely I thought, thought that him he, and Ali were gonna you didn't were gonna think win. That it. Deep down, you didn't think that deep down he knew that he could outsmart him though if he had to as well. I don't know. I think I think that he genuinely, deep down, thought thought it was going to be, be strong. Yeah, brains and brawn 
versus the world because whenever he realized that only one of them could win, you could tell he genuinely was like sad because that night before they'd had a moment standing guard together where Sung Woo yeah. learned about Ali having a family and a daughter and why he was there. And, you know, he gave him his bus ticket to get a ride back to his family. There was just a lot that he'd developed in the, you know, 24 hours. And now he just yeah. realized, holy shit, I'm going to have to kill this guy. Yeah, fucking, it sucks too, but he's an idiot for believing him. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, you're going to have to die. Like, I got your marbles. Like, sorry about you. <laughs> I I could that risk. I could not believe how they did Ali in this show. Like I I could not believe it. Yeah, they did him dirty. She was pretty sad. I mean, he was like good, they built this guy. dude up. They built this dude up. He was beating Song Wu, and the whole time Song Wu was groveling, I knew he was gonna fuck him over. And the sad thing is, is so did. Ali, like Ali, I think he deep down knew because whenever he felt the marbles to see if they were in there, he was doubting, and that sound was enough to make him think maybe there's a chance that these yeah. that this guy actually is having a plan for us to both get out of here alive. Shit, which I mean, it sounded convincing, but I just wouldn't be willing to risk risk it. My thing He's too like, is like, what yes. game are you playing with those marbles? Like, I just feel like guessing evens odds and betting one is like, I, I would want to play the one where you throw it in the into the hole because at least there's some skill involved. Yeah, in the I know. <laughs> at least it's like if you lose, it's because you couldn't fucking throw it in there, not because you guess even when it was odd. Yeah, I think that it would have to be something like skill. But also, whenever it's your life, it's like, do you want do you want it to be luck? You know, if you're a religious person, you kind of want maybe some higher powers to come in, come down and yeah. give you some luck. I mean, we didn't play marbles here in America really at all. Like, there's that one marble game, but I never really knew how to play it. With like the little circles, divot things for whatever reason. I don't know how you play it. Oh, uh, I remember that. They were like the flat marbles. Yeah, but. Out of the two that I saw, I'm definitely playing the one where you roll it into the hole. Like, I would much rather die that way. <laughs> yeah, and I think that they just made that game up. Yeah, they did, because he was getting his ass kicked, and then he, like, yeah. asked that rule, and they were, like, accepted. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it if I was that other dude. I'd be like, fuck you. Like, dude, I won your marbles. Yeah. Freaking crazy. And then this is whenever Gihoon takes advantage of the dementia man. Number you one, had no choice though. You, I mean, you got to. You ain't just gonna like. <laughs> dude's gonna die in a couple of days anyways. Like, even if he wins that money, he ain't gonna be able to spend it. Do you think that his like lapses in memory were faked or genuine during this See, game? The only thing that really got me is when he pissed and shit himself. I was like, did he just piss and shit himself to really sell it? Yeah, like that was the only. That was the only after the fact. Like, whenever we found out, I was like, what, did, did he just piss himself? Like, did he just commit and, that hard? He's like, I got to piss myself tonight. Well, do you think <laughs> that the guards, the guards that were yelling at him to get out of bed, do you think that they knew he was yeah, see, the owner? I have no clue. I'm thinking Because they were yelling at him and he was all scared. I'm thinking scared. the ones that would stay near him probably did. Like, if anybody's going to shoot him, so they would, like, make sure he was protected in that aspect instead of, like, 
the no-name guards who really didn't know anything but to follow orders probably weren't yeah. being around him. Like, they are probably, like, taking, subtly doing it to where none of the other guards would notice. Freaking, but, yeah, yeah, when he peed himself, did. I felt terrible for him. I was like, dang, that sucks. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why it's like, there's no way I would have suspected him because of that, you know what I mean? Like, if I, even if I had been at that point, I'd be like, all right, this dude's just old as shit. Like, he, he just pissed himself and has to stand in line now. I'm just like, he should just use his own jacket to wrap it up. Yeah. Because then he, he wasted Ji-Hun's, and then Ji-Hun got his anyway, so it's like, y'all just traded jackets, basically. Yeah, you got a pissy, you got a pissy jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I was they... Getting, I was getting annoyed with him at, during that anyways, and I was going to be dumb if Ji-Hun let him win, but... Yeah. It's lucky he, for him. I think he knew, too. Uh, I mean, he couldn't. He wouldn't have been able to play that next game. I don't think. the 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 bridge, the bridge, and then even if he picked last, you know, like you don't know if the person in front of you is gonna go. Uh, you don't know if you're gonna get pushed. All those different. There's too many variables for him to risk it up there. I think that was a good exit point for him. Yeah, I think so too. And they didn't. Yeah. They didn't show him get shot. Like, well, did they show Ali? They showed Ali's body, but they never showed us a confirmed dead body of the old man. No, which he like walks around the corner, and then it was like showing his face, and we heard the gunshot. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't think anything. I just thought just because like he was like a good character, they didn't want us to see it. You know what I mean? Just like respecting the audience, like, ah, oh, he's a good guy. You don't need to see his brains blown out. Yeah, but yeah, more and more. So we, I was talking about how the games implemented more luck, like the t- surviving the night was not a whole lot of luck but the tug of war you just had to get a good team you know but most people went strong and then this one is just basically straight luck like you just gotta hope you can guess better you know yeah. more or less and then which, like which takes the us bridge to the game yeah, yeah it's called glass like, stepping stones this is like basically luck from start to finish from picking your fucking number to yeah. <laughs> which one you're gonna jump on do you remember what when you were first watching it, what you were thinking, what you would pick, like number wise, because I know, I know definitively exactly what I would have picked. <laughs> I, I think I would have went middle of the pack, like, like most of them. But as far as Ji Hun, I was saying, fuck that dude who, uh, <laughs> I was like, I would take number one. I was like, no, nah, I would tell that dude to fuck off. I don't care if he's taking control of his life. I'm, I'm being number one because in my head, I was like, oh, one's better than 16. So. I'm I'm most likely dying in this game. <laughs> yeah. Unless we can do what we talked about and just walk on the beams. Or I would, if I could get the first one right, I think I would lean over and just hit it with my hand as hard I as know. I could. Uh, I so I would have I would have died this round if they didn't allow us to walk on the beams to or to like reach up in front and bang on the glass in front of you with your hand cuz you could what you number could, you could what lean. number do you think you're going to pick though I know I would have like I I was like I'm hands down pick number 1 like I'm going first I'm getting it over with that's an advantage so I would have died <laughs> <laughs> Yeah there ain't no way you could guess the odds like that's what just fucking sucks like I was thinking it was going to be a game where like you like I knew it was going to be the order that you go, even before we got the dialogue of the higher up, the VIPs talking about what it is and the strategy. I, I, I knew I was like, I would pick number one because it's probably going to be the order of how you play. And when you go first, 
you're at a disadvantage because you don't know the game as well, but there's more available, like there's more resources available, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like I, I knew it was going to be a thing where the demand went ran out, but that turned out to where mm. in this game, you want the demand to run out. You want other people yeah. to move forward <laughs> for you. I thought it was going to be like one goes against 16, two goes against 15, three goes against 14, like that. I thought it was matching them up in my head. Uh, uh, but okay. yeah, I was way off on that. That's just like, so I was like, Jihun's going to face him anyways or, you know, be on his team, whatever. I thought those numbers were going to like intertwine them somehow. But yeah, this game's kind of fucked. Like, shit, the, it's, basically, it's if, you're basically in the, if you're designed... in the top five, you got no chance of making it no matter what. It's designed for really only like three or four people max to make it. That way they can play Squid Game at the end. Yeah, it, like it, it really fucking this, was. This game is designed for only the the very last people to make it because it, it's a cool ass fucking game they're designed not, too. Yeah, it is. I don't know Just why the they didn't at least show us one person trying to break the glass before yeah. stepping on it. Because I would love to know if they would have la- allowed that. Just the simplicity of the game plus the stakes, like and the timer. That's, that's one of the good things about the show. It's like everything was so simple. But, like, just the stakes and, like, what it meant. And then this is where the acting started getting really good, too. Like, the people, like, having to make that decision or falling through, like, I believed them. I felt like I was up there with them. <laughs> I'm telling you, that glass man. So, for anybody that watched Kung Fu Hustle. I, the only the reason man, I don't think it's him. The <laughs> man that could Chinese tell actor. if it was tempered glass and not tempered glass. I believe he was the frog the frog master in Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah, I thought that too, but I just didn't believe it. I just couldn't be for sure because I was like, can he speak Korean Oh, too? shit, it's him. Uh, someone out okay. to fact check that for us. Or you so his name, right now. his name is Luang C. Lung. He's the beast. Okay, so now I'm going to look him up and see if he's in. Squid Game. Squid Game. Um, probably not him, or it would have came up pretty quick because it's a hot movie that he's well, in. Well, his right name. Now. Uh, yeah, I'll have to keep looking. We can keep going. Yeah, for the sake of time, we gotta we gotta really start moving. Like, yeah, this game was intense. It's also where our villain finally dies, and a lot of to a lot of people's joy, and because Doc the Sue. annoying girl, the yep. annoying girl also dies with him. So we My we got goodness. a twofer right there, two for one. <laughs> I was very, very but glad. Yeah, honestly, like he was pretty. Like, why would you not stop though and be like, "Hey, fuck y'all!" Like, I'm not going. If you want to keep moving, like you go. Like, it's kind of selfish, but at the same time, it's like your life's on the line. You could at least try to pressure people. Uh, I don't know. Kind of makes sense because I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, "Why do these people just keep jumping?" Like, I would be jumping back, trying to like, I don't know what I'd be doing. I would have definitely. Uh, been trying to break the glass. Like I know that much. One of the first things I was thinking was I was glad that you can jump right after the person because I thought it was going to be like you just have to remember which one they use every time. So like one person goes, say they make it five down, and then they crash there. So you have to remember that five, and say that person does it, and then they make it to the next one. They go three more, 
So then you, in your head, you have to remember like right, left, left, right, right, left. I thought it was going to be like that. And I was like, shit, I don't even know if I went last, if I would fucking make it. But the fact, <laughs> yeah. you, can jump out, the fact you can jump out and wait really changed it. But then we saw Ji Hun under the pressure, almost forgot himself. I'm pretty much confirming that that guy is not in Kung Fu Hustle. Oh. He just yeah, looks exactly uh, like him. <laughs> move to this. Shit gets intense. Basically, they get to the end. The guy, the glass guy doesn't have a marble to test it. Time's running out. So Sung Woo, which I can't blame him for this. You know, oh, so he fucked up. He just, well, he, he made the right move because they all three made it. If he did it any less sooner, only Ji Hoon wouldn't have made it. So he makes them a call. Pushes the guy down. It wasn't the right one. Unfortunately, they all make it off. The ship blows. And this is where Cy Biot gets fucking hoed. Yeah, honestly, she gets some shrapnel. I wanted, I wanted her to win. I and did I too. And I chance. thought if this was an American movie, 100% she would have won. 100%. Yeah. They're foreshadowing out like you've you usually in American stuff, the person that needs it and deserves it plays out and wins it in the movies. But in this this case, that was not how it ended. Yeah. The main character ended up pulling through. (laughs) I was also pissed that he didn't. uh, Did he give the money to that kid after he won? I I thought he was going to go adopt him, but he didn't. He gave all he gave. uh he gave to Sung Woo's mom. I don't know if it was he gave all Sung Woo's mom just like some money. Yeah. Not oh, and it. he gave he left the kid there with her. That's right. Yep. So yeah, he did right by her. So I I'm happy about that actually. But that's the end of that game. We gotta hurry. This shit's getting long. <laughs> Ji Hun, <laughs> uh, or Sai Biok dies there. She gets her throat slit, but she's gonna die anyways. She's she's not in good shape by any means. Yeah, she doesn't need any um, of that freaking beautiful steak that they made. For the dinner. Yeah, it's a long episode, so we kind of missed out on the agent and stuff, but he's doing his thing. He almost has to eat a cock meat sandwich yeah. <laughs> during the final game <laughs> from a freaking nasty ass dude. I what, kinda, So when that was happening, what did you think he was going to do? I, he, I knew he wasn't about to eat the sandwich. I'll say I, that. I thought he was going to start the, the cock meat sandwich, and then he was just going to bite it off and let the guy bleed uh, out. He, I knew he had the gat on him the whole time. Jeez. That, that part that. was intense. They can't do that to our boy. Yeah, that dude was freaking gross. What was the deal? He was like, if you can, if you can uh, finish me in less than, what was it, like yeah, four minutes? Like, you can I'll let you live. X amount of time. No, he said, I'll change your life forever. Like, if you can, if you can like, get me off, basically, I'll change your life. Like, I don't <laughs> what know a, what a deal. Or, I know, just like, damn, dude. It ain't worth it, bro. It ain't worth it. And of course, it had to be the pervert guy had to be an American. <laughs> yeah. Of shit, course, honestly, he was the American. I can't blame him for that. It was, it's, it's probably the most fitting. Oh, yeah, it probably is. That, yeah, that yeah, was... he's, he's up there doing that. He, uh, I think by the time the last game rolls around, he's already being chased um, on a separate island. Uh, let's just hit the reveal that the front man is his brother. Um, let's kind of cover that. Do you think you think he's dead when he got shot in the shoulder? Or do you think he'll be back? Definitely, he's definitely alive. Definitely alive. I think so too. He winged him for a reason, and I think uh-huh. uh, I don't know. He's a good character too, and I'd like to see him back. It, we, we lose a plot point with him because right now we just have Ji Hun moving forward at the end of the show, 
Um, but now yeah. we'll have his and his brother's plot point as well in the game overall. As well as Enoms, we'll probably learn more about him. I'm saying this like there's for sure season two because I, I think there is. Um, there will be. Yeah, but I just want to touch on that before we get to the final game because there's so much going on and we're already at an hour and a half right now. I so. so I knew, but even before he pulled the mask off, I knew it was going to be his brother. I, I, I knew, knew it was going to be his brother when he knew what kind of gun he was shooting and how many it held. I was like, oh shit, this is his brother. What the hell? Uh, I thought he just knew, like, people just know that. Like, a lot of criminals know, like, American standard issue, you know, like, a 9mm, you know, for, like, what they give to cops or, like, military, you know. I just figured it was one of those things, like, you should know as a, you know, corporate villain, you should probably know what, what they're issuing to the police that could stop you. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember why exactly I thought it, I was, I just wasn't surprised that it was his brother. It was kind of like I already knew that. Whenever he was like, "Why?" Uh, yeah. Why? <laughs> I'm guessing he won the game or something and got it. But yeah, he was the winner of 2015. He was the winner oh, of the yeah. 2015 Squid Game. Yeah, I guess so. I two years. Two years before this one was taking place, because this one was supposed to I be thought taking this one place. Was 2020. Was it? I thought I it was 2017 for some reason. Pretty sure it was 2020. Uh, okay, so it was five years ago. He's been missing for a long ass time. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's that story kind of. Oh, maybe he wasn't. Now. Maybe, maybe he wasn't missing for a long time. Maybe this was his first Squid Game that he was the front man at because he'd just recently gone missing. Probably, I don't. Because he know went about to he went stuff. to visit his brother at his apartment. Remember, and he was like, "We haven't seen him for a month. He hasn't paid his rent." Hmm. Well, I knew he was looking for him. That's why he was interested in the the Squid Games, anyways. Like the card with Ji Hun, he was searching for something like that. Hmm. But yeah, back Wireless, to yeah. so the she gets her or Saibiot gets her throat cut. Ji Hun's mad at her. He's kind of resolved to like, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy now. Like he's already killed the dude. Like all this stuff. So he's ready. And of course, title of the you know title is, is Squid Game. They're playing Squid Game, and it's Squid Game. Squid I don't even game, know. Squid game. I don't even know. I don't even know why they did this because they both took the knives from the dinner. They left them to it on purpose, but they almost should have just done a knife fight. Like it didn't really have to be Squid Game. <laughs> it's like just give the two two knives, and whoever lives wins. Is basically what it was. Yeah, the game going on is an afterthought. This is a fight to the death, is what this really is. Which I also don't understand because he had him on the ground. If he had to win the Squid Game. He could have just put his foot in the thing, and they would have killed him. Uh, yeah. But maybe he just didn't want. To, I guess he just didn't want him to die, though. So he tried to yeah. say, get them to quit, and good on him. Sung Woo, for once, you know, takes his own life. And we could tell that so. this was the first time that this had ever happened because all the VIPs were like, "What is he doing? He's about to win all this money, and he wants to call the game." Like they'd clearly never seen this happen before. Yeah, I mean, shit, you did that. You've already killed some people on the way. Like, I get it. Like, I don't know that I would be like, yeah, let's let's call it good here after everything we've been through. Like, even though we know they're not going to let us both leave. I mean, I guess they yeah. would if they honored the rules, but it's like, what are y'all going to go back to? All that guilt with no money? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, that's it. That's the end of the Squid Games. Uh, he wins the money. He, he doesn't back. use any of it. <laughs> Well, he goes he's, back and puts it in the ATM, and 
Of course, I, I called it before. I was like, it's things 0456. <laughs> His little pin number. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, he's got a shit ton of money. Yeah, and then we find out he hasn't been using it because of his guilt or whatever. And, and he's he still borrowing money back. from people. Yeah. Finally goes back, gets that kid, drops off the money, and then, for whatever reason, just dyes his hair red. Oh, shit, we got to talk shit. about he comes home and his mom is dead. Oh, yeah, damn. He's like, I made yeah. it home, Mom. And it was almost like he wasn't sad, like he was kind of expecting her to be dead, which was really sad. Yeah. And he just kind of lays down beside her and just puts his arm over her. Yeah. So, basically, the ending I wasn't a huge fan of. I thought the ending would have been really good. Uh, him getting on the train and he sees that dude on the other side uh, playing the same game with him and he kind of smiles through the yeah. through the train. I was like, oh, that would have been a fucking great ending. It, but it even after that, when he runs to the other side um, and then he sees him in the uh, train cart and he smiles at him, that also would have been a good ending. I was like, oh, shit. Like, that shit leaves it open and it's, I don't know, it's just leaves a but lot Instead, he in. takes that guy's card and he rips it up. Or he's like, supposed just to show it. like, just think how di- how the game it shows how the games changed him too because uh, he wasn't that type of way like he was always like avoiding stuff but now he's like actively pursuing the like he chased the dude to the other side like he's just more violent now I guess you know after the games and then he was you- he p- pinned that dude up against the wall to take his card from him. Brennan, what do you what is your guess? And I know nobody knows. As to why he dyed his hair red. He's, he was in the hair shop. And. He's looking at mannequins. And he chooses the red one. Oh well, he sees a picture of like a girl I think. With like red hair. I don't know I think it's. The only thing I can think of is like a symbolic like. Oh I'm different now like. I'm dyeing my hair red. Because red's like an angry color. Or like a aggressive color. And he's more aggressive. I just know that knowing. Knowing these writers with this show there was definitely a reason and there's definitely a way for the viewer to know exactly why he chose that yeah they i mean they're probably i don't they definitely just didn't have him dye his hair red just because like oh well fuck it i'm gonna dye yeah my hair they red weren't and go but it's just like dude just get on the damn plane dude like you want your money like go see your daughter quit being, quit being a fucking hero dude quit being a hero <laughs> golly yeah it was not the ending shows, I like, obviously, obviously, I'm going to watch if another season comes out. No doubt in my mind. But it's also like, if it would have ended there, I would also be A-OK. Which also makes it even more anime-like. Because, you know, there could be an anime that's like, oh, that was really good. And that's like, <laughs> season two, baby. Season three. And then it fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but it is what it is. Like, you know, it did good. I'm glad that... Um, the world's getting smaller. I mean, the world has been getting smaller than that, but even like that we can enjoy something from another culture. And I guess uh, the movie Parasite is also Korean and it was not this big, but it's big over here. So it's, I feel like foreign films have been entering more and more to the mainstream. And this is just probably the biggest one that I can think of. Oh yeah. I, th- I, I agree. It's, it's a crazy time to be alive and that, if you're able to be an actor or a screenwriter, playwright, producer, whether you're doing music, anything, like your vision can reach everyone. Yeah, I mean, think about K-pop. Like these, I mean, I feel like Korean yeah. culture is just infiltrating America really well. Like something 
I don't know if something, but like it's it's relating to people in America. They're they're digging it. So I, I would know. know. Yeah, we we have BTS bumping in my house twenty four seven. That's what I mean. It's like the style, and I you know I think obviously we have an anime podcast. It's you're listening to that anime podcast right now. So uh, I think anime culture and just like other elements of Japanese have also seeped in. So. And that's just what's over here. Like, I don't know how, I'm sure we have some, you know, some of our culture seep in over there, I'm assuming in some ways, but I don't, I don't know since we're not over there. Well, okay, before we also have to talk about the old man, the oh, dying yeah, game. Yeah. Like, we have to. To me, that was a game that didn't matter to him. I, I think he had, like, euthanasia set at 12 o'clock. But the message, died. like, let's talk, the message that the, the show was trying to portray to us, do you, do you think that it was that humanity do, is, there's hope in humanity and that people do still care about each other? I guess so. Or do you think it was to show us that, that Gi, or was it to show us that Gihun is just, he's a winner, like he's, he's good at making bets, he's good at winning games? It could be. I didn't think about that. Because I mean, I've, I was, I've I been thinking about this. More of the, I think I would just, now you say that, yeah, obviously I'm thinking the other way, but initial reaction, yeah, just thinking the baseline of what you think they want you to think like, oh, there is good in the world. Like, you can't be optimistic. Like, look, who won? Did you see that? But I was just saying, like, I think the old man had no stake in the bet, whether it happened, like, he just wanted to make a point, like, if he, no one helped him, you know, he leaves him thinking like, well, maybe there's no reason I can spend this money. If it did, it was like, oh, well, there's nothing to be sad about because they're still good. And like, he was dying at midnight either way. Yeah. I don't know. I've been I definitely, seeing, uh, I, think I definitely didn't I think the it... last episode. Before I watched the last episode, I saw like something on Facebook where people were trying to say that that's his fucking dad, which I guess could make sense. But I, I don't know. We'll see you next season. I mean, if it is his dad, it won't change anything about how I feel about anything. I won't be shocked. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, I won't I not be shocked. <laughs> but also, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. If, if that becomes a prevalent theory, I could just see them being like, well, good thing we have a couple more. We can go with this. Throw these motherfuckers off. Yeah. Who knows? What a, but what a, what a strange show. And the fact that, like, here, here's one thing I was also thinking about. This is a weird-ass show. This is a gory-ass show. This is a Korean show. And everybody is watching or has watched it. Think about that, Brennan. Yeah, I know. So apparently Americans like that gory shit. Well, we're okay with it. (laughs) It's just like, uh, it's just weird to think about how everybody can watch the same thing like but then it's also sad because of how everybody can watch it and not like week to week watch it like we used to with Game of Thrones. Like this thing is hyped up and it's huge. And then in like two weeks, it will just fade into history. <laughs> because the next while, thing will come along. It's a straggler, but yeah, it won't, it, it won't last as long. But I there's don't just know. no buildup of anything anymore. Like we weren't all like tuning in to watch the finale, you know? Yeah, it's just like at your own leisure, and then you talk to it, you talk to people they've seen it. If they're not, you tell them to watch it, or they started it, and then you follow up with them. But yeah, it definitely won't last as long as something like that, of yeah. th- as Thrones. 
Um, well, let's yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I I hope everybody that is listening to this that is a whether you listen to our anime episodes or this is your first time stumbling upon us, I invite you to follow us on Instagram at that anime podcast. We have all 100% original memes, all anime related. This was our first ever, as I stated earlier in the podcast, our first ever episode of us not talking about anime. Yeah. So we do hope you enjoyed. If you did, yeah, let so us know. Send us a message too. If you, if you want us to do more things of this caliber, you know, we'd love to. Obviously, it's that anime podcast, so it's not going to be a focus. But you know, if we, if people like us doing these foreign, Korean, maybe Chinese movies, we can review one every so often. You know, but you yeah. gotta let us know too. Yeah, just let us know. And if this is your first listen, give us a five star review if you don't mind. That helps us out a lot in the rankings. Yeah, we got to climb those Apple ranks. Five-star reviews are the way we do it. Tell everybody you know about our podcast. Um, again, my name is Jordo. I'm Brennan. We are the Evans Bros. Thank you all for listening. Go watch Squid Game if you haven't. Tell everybody you know to watch it. Have a great week, and as always, peace out. <laughs>